Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Friday, March 1st. Are you tired of the propaganda on the legacy mainstream news channels? Do you want to know what really is happening in Israel in their war against Hamas? How is God moving among the IDF? How is God moving among the people? What is his heart towards the land and people of Israel? We have recently launched a new YouTube channel, Israel Connect. Israel Connect is your bridge to the land and people of Israel. Hear the latest news from Israel. Get an in-depth and close-up view from our Israeli guests as we interview them in a news magazine style. Click the link in the description box below to visit Israel Connect. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Tetzavah, and it means... You shall command. Exodus 34, 10 to 26. He said, I hereby make a covenant. Before all your people I will work such wonders as have not been wrought on all the earth or in any nation. And all the people who are with you shall see how awesome are Hashem's deeds which I will perform for you. Mark well what I command you this day. I will drive out before you the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Beware of making a covenant with the inhabitants of the land against which you are advancing, lest they be a snare in your midst. No, you must tear down their altars, smash their pillars, and cut down their sacred posts. For you must not worship any other god, because Hashem, whose name is Impassioned, is an impassionate God. You must not make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, for they will lust after their gods and sacrifice to their gods and invite you, and you will eat of their sacrifices. And when you take wives from among their daughters for your sons, their daughters will lust after their gods and will cause your sons to lust after their gods. You shall observe the festival of Pesach, Passover, eating unleavened bread for seven days, as I have commanded you at the set time of the month of Aviv, for in the month of Aviv you went forth from Egypt. Every first issue of the womb is mine, from all your livestock that drop a male as firstling, whether cattle or sheep. But the firstling of a donkey you shall redeem with the sheep, 
If you do not redeem it, you must break its neck, and you must redeem every firstborn among your sons. None shall appear before me empty-handed. Six days you shall work, but on the seventh day you shall cease from labor. You shall cease from labor even at plowing time and harvest time. You shall observe the festival of Shavuot, of the firstfruits of the wheat harvest, and the feast of ingathering at the turn of the year. Three times a year all your males shall appear before the Sovereign Hashem, the God of Israel. I will drive out nations from your path and enlarge your territory. No one will covet your land when you go up to appear before Hashem your God three times a year. You shall not offer the blood of my sacrifice with anything leavened, and the sacrifice of the festival of Passover shall not be left lying until morning. The choice first fruits of your soil you shall bring to the house of Hashem your God. You shall not boil a kid in its mother's milk. Mark 10, 32-52 And they, Yeshua and his disciples, were in the way going up to Jerusalem, and Yeshua went before them. And they were amazed, and as they followed, they were afraid. And he took again the twelve and began to tell them what things should happen to them, saying, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man shall be delivered to the chief priests and to the scribes, and they shall condemn him to death and shall deliver him to the Gentiles, and they shall mock him and shall scourge him and shall spit upon him and shall kill him, and the third day he shall rise again. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him, saying, Master, we would that you should do for us whatsoever we shall desire. And he said to them, What would you that I should do for you? And they said to him, Grant unto us that we may sit, one on your right hand and the other on your left hand, in your glory. But Yeshua said to them, You know not what you ask. Can you drink of the cup that I drink of and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And they said to him, We can. And Yeshua said to them, You shall indeed drink of the cup that I drink of and with the baptism that I am baptized withal shall you be baptized. But to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared. And when the ten heard it, they began to be much displeased with James and John. But Yeshua called them to him and said to them, You know that they which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and their great ones exercise authority upon them. But so shall it not be among you. But whosoever will be great among you shall be your servant." And whosoever of you will be the chief shall be the servant of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered to, but to minister, and to give his life a ransom for many. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Yeshua of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Yeshua, son of David, have mercy on me. 
And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Yeshua stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calls you. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Yeshua. And Yeshua answered and said to him, What will you that I should do for you? The blind man said to him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Yeshua said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Yeshua in the way. Psalm 45, 1-17 My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made, touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You are fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into your lips, therefore God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword upon your thigh, O Most Mighty, with your glory and your majesty, and in your majesty ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness, and your hand shall teach you terrible things. Your arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under you. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is a right scepter. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. All your garments smell of myrrh, aloes, and cassia, out of the ivory palaces whereby they have made you glad. King's daughters were among your honorable women. Upon your right hand did stand the queen and gold of Ophir. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, and incline your ear. Forget also your own people and your father's house. So shall the king greatly desire your beauty, for he is your lord, and worship him. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift. Even the rich among the people shall entreat your favor. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. She shall be brought to the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins, her companions that follow her, shall be brought to you. With gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought. They shall enter into the king's palace. Instead of your fathers shall be your children, whom you may make princes in all the earth. I will make your name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore shall the people praise you for ever and ever. Proverbs 10, 22. The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. I want to speak to you today from our reading from Psalm 45. And this psalm is very, very special. Um, It's a wedding song. It's about the woman who was betrothed to Solomon, who was to be married to him. But it's also about the bride of Yeshua. So to give you a little bit of background, When the Ten Commandments were given to Moses from God at Mount Sinai, he was inviting the children of Israel, and they were a mixed multitude, 
There were Jews, but there were all 12 tribes represented in the mix. Judah is only one tribe of the 12 tribes. And there were also foreigners and Egyptians in their midst who were sojourning with them. So the Ten Commandments was not given just to the Jews. It was given to all 12 tribes, to basically to all the nations. And it was an invitation to step into a covenant, a marriage covenant. And so when Moses came down with the Ten Commandments and he asked the people, will you obey these commands? And they said, yes, we will. This was their I do. But yet this marriage covenant was almost immediately broken through spiritual adultery. How do I know this? Because in Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 to 33, God expands upon this covenant that was made at Mount Sinai, and he tells us directly, right in that passage, that this was a marriage covenant. Let's look at those verses. Jeremiah 31, starting in verse 31. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Now, let me stop for just a moment. Who's he talking to? He's talking to the southern kingdom, the house of Judah, the Jews. And he's talking to the northern kingdom, the house of Israel, the ten tribes of the north, the non-Jewish part of the nation of Israel. So he's saying, I'm going to make a new covenant with these two groups of people. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant, which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. So he's directly referring back to Mount Sinai. And how did they break the covenant? Well, there was the golden calf event. They built a golden calf and worshipped that. That, in God's eyes, was spiritual adultery. And he's using the language of marriage. My covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them. Verse 33, But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law, my Torah, in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So he's going to make a new covenant, a new marriage covenant. He's going to give us a new heart, take out the heart of stone, give us a heart of flesh, and then write his word, his Torah, upon our heart. So, coming back now to Psalm 45, we have this description of a woman who's preparing to be married. And so, when we come into a faith walk with Yeshua, and we start to follow his word, his Torah, and walk in his ways, we've stepped into a marriage covenant. It's not legalism it's not following a rule book externally but no the rules the the torah the word has been put inside of us and yeshua is the word he's the word made flesh okay so when we're born again and his spirit comes to dwell within us his word comes to dwell within us So in Psalm 45, starting in verse 8, All your garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia, 
out of the ivory palaces whereby they have made you glad kings daughters were among your honourable women upon your right hand did stand the queen in gold of ophir verse ten hearken o daughter and consider and incline your ear forget also your own people and your father's house so shall the king greatly desire your beauty for he is your lord worship him so she's being told forget your father's house forget your own people and actually this is a remez hint that takes us back to ruth that is exactly what ruth did she followed naomi her mother-in-law and she left moab she left her own people her own country and she said to Naomi, no, I'm going to follow you. Your land will be like my land. Your people will be my people. And your God will be my God. That's marriage talk. Ruth was a Moabite. She was not Jewish. And yet she's cleaving to Naomi. She's cleaving to Naomi's people. She's cleaving to the land of Israel. And so this message of being part of the bride of Yeshua, it's for all. It's for anyone. It's for whosoever will hear and listen and receive Yeshua as their Savior, as their Lord, as their husband-to-be. There's a marriage coming. Right now we're engaged. We're in the engagement phase. We're betrothed. But we haven't had our wedding day yet. But it is coming sooner than we would think there's a a day coming when the marriage will happen and so with that i want to leave you with a beautiful song called the promise sung by ronan shalom enjoy to me forever I'll be true to me in righteousness and in justice in mercy and loving kindness I'll be true to me in faithfulness and then or then you shall know the Lord in mercy and loving kindness Truly to me in faithfulness, and then, oh, then you shall know the Lord. I'll betroth you to me forever. I'll betroth you to me in righteousness and in justice. In mercy and loving kindness, I'll betroth you to me in faithfulness, and then, oh.
from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. 
Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.